You should see this arm. It's covered You're in watches. Like, if you were like two chains, but with watches, you'd be like 20, 20 watches. <laughs> they would call me 20 watches. <laughs> hey, my name's 20 watches. Maybe those rings will be just came out and your love will let them alert. If you feel it, you see, then take a moment and listen to the IFNC podcast. Harry Potter author, author J.K. Rowling has stated... The word Voldemort should be pronounced, if you dare, with a silent T. Welcome to episode 127 of the IFNZ podcast. Like Voldemort? Yeah. If you dare. I don't understand that. Uh, just without a T. Why do you dare? Like I think that's she's saying that's how you, because you're not supposed to say his name. He's the man. Oh. He, he is not to be named. Yeah. If you dare. Yeah. I think that's why they So Voldemort. That. Don't do it, man. It's like Beetlejuice. It's the sound of your fucking car starting up. <laughs> Not my car. My car is just like vroom. Yeah. It doesn't have much power to it. Jay's. He's got a diesel. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when I honk the horn, it goes meep. It's Does got it? a real like wimpy Dude, I love to how it. fucking teslas have the customized ones do they really yeah you can customize it to whatever sound bite you want as like as, as long as this. it's like an mp3 okay or a wave one of the two something so like, you'd be like that fuck you yeah there's like all kinds of just crazy ones that people that's awesome <laughs> yeah it's pretty sweet so i would do like an 808 like a boom like like a bass drop, bass drop. <laughs> <laughs> nobody would be able to really hear it like they would just kind of be like what, what was, was that, that? <laughs> Oh, man. What's been going on? Uh, a whole lot of good stuff. Yeah? Yeah. I like good stuff. I got to tell you, man. Tell me about a good stuff. I'm balls deep in some shit's Creek right now. Are you? And not like the the bad thing. Like when you say like I'm up shit Creek without a paddle. Yeah, like the show. The television show. The Eugene and Dan Levy, Levy joint. Do you remember when Dan this Levy show was funny? Always. When this show was on like originally, like when it first started. And nobody watched it. And I was just like. I don't know about this show. Like I didn't, it's like, it's a bunch of, it's about rich people. I got to tell you. And I didn't, they, like they didn't do a yeah. good job selling it in the States. I don't think. I got to tell you that, that that brings me to another thought too already. So I've got two thoughts for you. All right. Hold I'm on to them. never been an absolutely huge Eugene Levy fan. Me neither. Until this show. Me neither. I agree completely. So I don't know if that was the magic of the writing that happened between him and his son. Perhaps. Or maybe just his son kind of bringing out the magic in his dad or whatever it is. But yeah. I think that that joint effort has brought out side of him that i like even more than i thought i would like yes. him because i didn't really like him two was i don't remember <laughs> now so you tell me what you were gonna say <laughs> <laughs> um i didn't have anything on because i was waiting for your second point did uh, you know that eugene levy was in a cd a Philips cdi golf game as a as the voiceover thing for it back in like the early 90s? <laughs> like a video game yeah yeah, it was like it's it's supposed to be like a goofy golf type of a thing. Oh, or whatever. I see. It's just a really and weird... he's the announcer. Mm-hmm. Yep, he's <laughs> the announcer, awesome. and his like a face like a digital version of his likeness is like there whenever you're like, oh, that's a bogey. <laughs> that makes sense. Like he would be the perfect yeah. golf announcer. Yeah, uh, for a video game. Yeah, we're on um getting ready to start season four, so I'm nice. halfway over. Yeah, or halfway done, I guess rather. Um. I enjoyed it at first. As every season is going on, I find myself liking it more and more. Oh, uh, yeah. Because the writing and everything just, it's like they picked up steam and they just did not stop. It's, yeah. it's really good shit. I'm, I'm into really, my really third like watch, I think, that currently. Is a lot of watches. It's It goes down so easily. You need to be careful because that is a lot of money you're spending. I know. On I, you should see my arm. Watches. You should see this arm. It's covered you're in watches. Like, if you were like two chains, but with watches, you'd be like 20, 20 watches. <laughs> they would call me 20 watches. <laughs> Hey, my name's 20 watches. Let me do my rap for you. I got all of the time zones. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just kind of laid out. All 24. <laughs> oh is that God. how many there are? Dude, there is a fucking funny bit that Brian Regan does in his last stand-up okay. on Netflix. <laughs> I haven't seen just, it yet. He's talking about, um, so we got 24 time zones. What's the what? What's the time zone at the poles? It's like, <laughs> if I'm just holding on to the pole... 
And I walk around, and I'm like, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 7 yeah. o'clock. And I was just like, oh, my God, I've never thought of that. That's absolutely true, it's though. so good. He's just like, how would meetings up in Antarctica work? <laughs> Meet me at 6. Where were you? <laughs> oh, he's good. I haven't listened to him in a long time. It's really good. I saw. Uh, I was, like, watching part of it um, on the way to work with mm. Jay. Or no, on the way home, rather. I'm glad you don't drive. I was just thinking, I was like, <laughs> yeah, oh. I was driving uh, dangerously. <laughs> and uh, he's he's aged a little bit. He's yeah. got a lot of white going on. Does he? <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, I feel like it's been a minute since I've seen Ryan Regan in person. Well, it's one of those people who has, the, he had like light hair already, yeah. like light brown. Now it's substantially and noticeable so... <laughs> that he's got white everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, the, like he hasn't missed a beat at all, I guess. No, it's still just as funny. It's good. all good shit, dude. Cool. Um, what about you? How you been doing? You um, watching anything good or watching things, doing things, playing shows? Yeah, playing show. I had one, but the, vet. uh, the vets, the vets, it's a hopping place. Veterans. Who would have thought the vets is a? You think that's place. what it stands for? Uh, yeah, it's something veterans. It's not just the veterans. There's like a it's the American veterans. I don't know. It might be. Who knows? Uh, Outpost number twelve. Hopping place. Who knew? Yeah. Uh, it's it's a pretty good showing. Had a. A lot of people come out to see us specifically, and then we had a lot of people that were just there. Um, gave away some CDs, uh, played the new songs. Yeah, uh, that was pretty cool. It worked out pretty well. Did we you have, give away CDs with like trivia questions. No, we just—they're free. We just—they we just give them away. Like I'll give them to you if you get this question right. People are like, "Shut up and play more songs." And they're like, "Cucumber." <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What's uh, long and hard mm-hmm. and full ha- of cum? Full of cum. Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it, the answer is cucumber. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like I need to use it though, but I, I want us to play more bars. Um, I like wineries. Bars. Uh, wineries are good. They're, mm-hmm. they're decent money. Full of wine. Uh, but I find that the crowd in a bar is a way more interactive bar or For is sure. a way more interactive crowd. Yeah. And, uh, and they want to be entertained a little bit more. Are there um, more, uh, how many... Well, I, mean, I can't really say how many. Are there a lot of other taverns or bars that that participate in live music that you haven't really seen or played at, potentially? Um, yeah, I think there's a lot in DuCoin, yeah. uh, for sure. And I think that that's a the market wet spot? we want to... The wet spot we've played Sand in. Sand Double D's? Is wet spot still open? I don't know. I don't know either. But Sand Double D's... Sandy's is, and I don't is. know if they do live music. I don't know, but I'm going to find out because yeah. I'm, I'm I want to see about playing out there. They're usually pretty busy, especially in the late night yeah. stuff. Like coming home from work and stuff, I see quite a few people parked back there. Yeah, yeah. So I, I want to hit up more of those places and see. It's weird to say it's Sand Double D's and you park in the rear. Yes. <laughs> and it used to be Larry's Pit Barbecue, mm-hmm. <laughs> home uh, of the. Uh, Home fries that were basically potatoes that they would quarter and fry lightly, and it would be hard. That's a, that's a lot like of potato. It. Yeah, it was a lot of potato, and it wasn't great. It's almost like a bean. It's, it's kind of almost like they were like, we want to go out of business. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a legume all on its own. Uh, yeah, so I'm really excited to hopefully play some more shows. Yeah. Uh, really, really got pumped about it. I am sore afterwards, though. Yeah. Next day, I was like, what Singing, did I do? Moving, or? moving, yeah, moving things, moving equipment, and just moving while playing. Gotcha. And uh, I think I blew up my voice after like the first hour because I wasn't like I got really excited about like <laughs> singing with people. So I was probably singing a lot louder than I normally do and trying to do things I don't normally do. Like you were hitting puberty. And I come to find I only <laughs> I only squeaked once out of the whole night. So I was pretty proud hey, of that. Hey man, I only squeaked one time. <laughs> Um, but yeah, hopefully we get more of that. Uh, yeah. But in the meantime, I'm uh, going to try to get some recording done, do yeah. things like that. Um, I watched, obviously, um, Winter Soldier, Falcon and Winter Soldier started. Yeah, is it good? Uh, it's good. Yeah, it's the I first. Saw somebody showed me a picture of the new Captain America. It looks yeah. like an old man in a suit. He's not old. I think he just he's, got an old man face. I think he That's might weird. have a little bit of an old man face. He's like, uh, I would say that he's probably in his 20s or 30s. Okay. Like, but you know, like Rob Gronkowski kind of has like a has like a weird, like not a weird face, but he's got kind of a aged face that is a little different. That's who uh, it is. No, oh, I thought, but he kind of that's who it was. That's who his face kind of reminds me of Rob gotcha. Gronkowski's. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, but no, it's it. I think Dallas message. He was sent a picture. and He goes, 
holy shit, I just realized it looks like the Carl, the old guy from Up inside of a Captain America <laughs> outfit. And I was just like, yeah, it's the same chin and everything. Uh, but it that plays like it's – they're going to have, I'm hoping, a lot of action. Yeah. The first – like it started out with a big action scene and then it's like a lot of character building and kind of yeah. saying like – it felt like the first half of a movie, like already. It's an hour, like 40, it's 40 something minutes long. So it's kind of setting up a lot. And so are we going to have a continuum of that? Or is it going to be like, here's another action episode and then here's a character building? Yeah. Because there's only six episodes in this from what it sounds like. Um, this so, one got picked up for sure for a second season, correct? They do have a story they're building on this and one already. They have the the WandaVision's kind of up in the air, and they never really definitively yeah. said one there's, way or another. There's no story built on a second season it yet. It could be, that. but it, yeah. it couldn't, you know, if couldn't they don't be, want yeah. to as well. I think it's all predicated on what they do with her character in the Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. And that's really where it's going to go. Um, watched the, uh, the Snyder Cut. Yeah. And watched, I've been hearing a lot of good things about it. It's good. It's, yeah. It feels so weird. What, what do you feel like Mandy's never experienced Justice League at all? So okay. if we're hopping in and we're just going to watch Snyder Cut straight mm-hmm. up, is that an easier swallow maybe or something? Or um, how does that – How does that? do you think I should be like, we got to watch the movie first and then we got to go back and watch this four-hour version? No, because I, I like the four-hour version better for is it, sure. So is it segmented episodically? Is that there, how it goes? There are seven – Just like the hit app location that Chad Schubert invented? There are seven parts to it. Seven parts? Yes, but they wow. are not evenly split up at all. Like one of them felt like it was maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Like, oh, okay. So they're, they're kind of just portioned, portioned out by uh whatever however the story goes uh partitioned is what i was going for (laughs) that was the one partially they're the partitioned out into i think just story beats um but it's not like it's not a character introduction which i like because that would be an easy way to go out and be like here's your batman chapter here's your wonder woman chapter here's your aquaman whatever and just kind of do it that way yeah uh it feels like it feels good it feels right Good. And I don't, and not necessarily that it has to be the Snyderverse or whatever, but the way that it's portioned in like, here's a big long movie, but here's these little parts to where you can kind of go, that's kind of the end of that section. And yeah. is kind of feels like the end of an, an issue of a comic book. Cool. Uh, in the, I don't that know. That makes me happy hearing yeah. that, that kind of a take from it. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, you read an issue and it goes real fast. So that yeah, 10, 15 sure. minute one could be that. Like, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a, a better or worse yeah. episode or piece of well, it. I read, um, I read, uh, High Republic. Oh, did the you? The third one, but like the plant arm thing or whatever. Yes. Gets, that thing's fucking weird. Yes. That's cool though. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. I was like, when I didn't want to, when you were asking about it and you were like, what is it? What is it? And I was like, I'm yeah. not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. I was like, you. I could see it being like a cousin to the Namekian thing in a, in a sense, right. in a way, but not so much. Yeah. Completely different also. <laughs> That's something I like it's very, it's a distance cousin. Yes. <laughs> but it's cousinly because there's a new arm. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I, I thought that that was, that was really cool way yeah. to be like, oh, now things are going to like, he, the dark side has consumed yeah. Skier. And it's like the coolest way that they introduced that with the Namekian race and stuff mm-hmm. was. The entire time during like the whole first season, there's a point in time where Piccolo, the main like Namekian character in in Dragon Ball, uh-huh. gets his arm blown off in a blast, and he's fighting one armed, him and Goku against oh. Goku's brother, mm-hmm. and they do this like special attack that he can do with one arm, and he charges up this attack, and it pierces through both Goku and his brother, killing both of them. So like within the first handful of episodes, Goku's dead. I don't know if you've ever watched Dragon Ball. Spoilers: Goku dies real quick. <laughs> and then the whole rest of the first season is basically like him going through death, training by a guy that's dead, and then coming back to life to fight against this new threat kind okay. of thing. But in that whole thing, it was like he's fighting and stuff, and he's exhausted. And then it's like all of a sudden he pops out a new arm. And it's just kind of like, motherfucker, you've been able to do this whole time. <laughs> Why didn't you do that earlier when the fight was going yeah. on? <laughs> this would have been a lot easier if you would have done this sooner. Uh but yeah, so Justice League is it's good shit. It's really good and certified it, fresh. It is well a, done. It is a way that I just don't know how they can capture that again without doing it in some sort of thing. They're never going to be able to do it again. Yeah, which they've already said because there was a lot of fan um fan pushing for a new cut of 
Suicide Squad. Ayers cut, yeah. Yeah, they wanted to see if they could get that. And I think Warner Brothers stepped forward either yesterday or today. And yeah. they were like, there's absolutely no I read way. that interview. It was the shortest yeah. shutdown answer. It was like, no. This will not be released. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> we're not doing this again. Don't even, yeah, don't even think about it. Um, it was I'd, fun. Brought light to a movie that was a pretty good. I think Justice League did fairly well. At the it was box okay. Office, yeah, honestly, I think so. it was yeah. a huge success. Nowhere like Avengers numbers, but it right. was good. Um, but at the same time, I think this breathed new life into that and those characters that gave so much more respect and gravitas to these actors as well, too. Because I've seen so much, much of an outpouring where people are like, this new take on everything, even though it's essentially the same, but they've kind of expanded on certain yeah. things that we were seeing and stuff. It makes me really respect Ben Affleck as Batman. makes me think like Henry Cavill is, yeah. is my Superman. He is the you Superman. You get good feelings kind of. from it coming yes, back again. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think that a lot of people are kind of seeing it in this new light and being like, this is truly the way it should have been. Yeah. Makes me wonder like what other movies that are out there that we really like, maybe even that could have had a completely different take on it. Yeah. If we would have had, more of that director's vision, you know, kind of veered into a specific right. light. How there, was um how was Joker this time around? It's good. Yeah. I mean, I liked Leto Joker to begin with. Yeah. Um I he changed up his delivery, his performance a little bit. He wasn't as like yeah. in in his voice. It was more like it more Leto like, talking. Yeah, I was going to say it sounded more like Leto but just with like a little deeper voice. Yeah. And like he kind of did that speech in that trailer. He and, would go a little in and out and I may have been too tired, but I don't think he did that speech in the movie. He didn't. Okay, that's specifically so. for the trailer. I think it was for the trailer, and that was just kind of like a fan filter okay. catering thing. Because I was I'd heard, but that is that whole scene that that is in, and I won't tell you too much. But it's it's towards the back end. Like if you're waiting for the Leto scene, it's the epilogue. It's the very last chapter of this thing, and. uh it's so good, like that whole section and everything that's Literally, taking place. In like a desert or some shit yeah. or whatever. I don't even understand what's going on. Yeah, it's uh, because that was all like supposedly part of the nightmare sequence that okay. Bruce had. And if you remember in the that's original like cut of Justice in, League. Like where he's wearing like the duster and shit yes. like that and fighting with the yeah. goggles on his head and shit. None of that is in that movie. Is in is in the re- is in the Snyder? Is in the Snyder cut. Oh. Like. All of that sequence that you see, uh-huh. I don't think any of it's in there. There might be a little bit of it, but there's a totally recut version of that, and maybe it's newly filmed. I don't know because um, you can't really tell what's newly filmed because um, I think a lot of what they newly filmed is CG um, and kind of fit around it. But it was so good that you want to go, I want more of that movie because it's kind of, I'll just say it, it's... It is a dream, kind of, but it's also a future dream, and you don't know whether or not it's real, future, or not, kind of, a thing. or if it's not. And Holy shit, Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, is this real? <laughs> it's it's ten two all over again. Uh, but uh, it's so good that you're like, why can't I can see why people are like, why can't Zack Snyder make more? And they're like, no, he's done. Like this is this is over with. Um, which sucks because like, I feel like this also too, like, because so many people of late, you know, not of late, but uh, this past several years got to a point in time where they were really kind of shitting on Zack Snyder for certain yeah. visions with a lot of different things. Like what he did with like a uh, sucker punch, yeah. um, bleeding into like justice league. And a lot of people shit over him with a lot of his different things. I was like, I hope this kind of takes that back because I mean, He's done a lot of other shit that's been really good. So good. I mean, 300's a fucking masterpiece. What? I mean, Evie, think about, was uh, was it Dawn of the, his Dawn of the Dead? Yeah. Is the like 2004 Dawn of the amazing. Dead is amazing. Uh, he was Watchmen, right, as well? Did he not direct that as well? I couldn't tell you. I think the Watchmen movie was him as okay. well, too. And that I fucking adore that That one movie. was really controversial, yeah. like, as far as, like, people not liking it and liking and it. And I like Sucker Punch. And there's a four-hour version of Watchmen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, <laughs> there's I, an absolute. There's edition. so many people that shitted on that Sucker shit Punch on is killer. Sucker Punch, but yeah. I think it's such a good movie. Just yeah. in direction. I mean, like the way that the story is told and yeah. stuff like that. And I, I can see where certain people are coming from with their arguments with it. Like they feel like the story is just kind of like haphazardly placed right. on top of these sequences that are crazy fantasiful but i'm but that's just what like the dude does that's the whole point it was like yeah. this these sequences that are inside of it's fantasy like it's her, these inside of her mind trauma yeah are are essentially like basically how she's thinking and how she's dreaming on a day-to-day i yeah. mean that's that's like 
it's why it's like there's segments of it that are borderline anime. That's why they're wearing like the skimpy yeah. little outfits and shit like that and fighting with katanas and stuff. Yeah. I mean, that, that is 100 percent page 101. You're in you're in anime 101 right now. <laughs> this is fucking anime. Yeah. That, there's no escaping it. Yeah. I mean, that, that's that's what that yeah. is. And they did it really well. Yeah, <laughs> they did. And and then if you think about it through the lens, whenever you do get to watching Ooh, it. Take me to the lens. I if you think about it. Think about it through the lens of like knowing that Snyder does everything in splash pages. Like mm-hmm. everything is like the most beautiful picture you've ever seen. This thing is just like. They could sell a photo book of splash pages of, of this movie. Of this movie. Oh cool. my god! Yeah, everything it, that he does is just like, oh yeah, that would look great. Oh yeah, that would look great. Uh, he's visionary in that way. And if you're hiring Zack Snyder, that's what you're hiring him for. Absolutely. Like that's what you're getting. You know that's that. what I'm saying. Like, and that makes the most sense in like a Justice League format, yeah. though. I mean, you're literally talking about like gods fighting yeah. at this point and stuff yeah. like that i mean you think of something like that you think of something that has to have this high polish sheen to it yeah like you would get because he does a lot of lens flare he does a lot of these mm-hmm. different things that are very you know picturesque like all of that stuff like the splash page thing that covers the like what was on from the straight ripped from the comic from 300 yeah whenever they pan out and uh-huh. it looks like a fucking painting but it's all of the actors that are dead laying there yes. and stuff like that is fucking beautiful yeah and it was brilliant the way they did it too yeah with uh i can't think of that guy's name the guy that was from lord of the rings as boromir um that was in mm-hmm. 300 as oh well. i know who you're talking about i he's don't know i covered or whatever and yeah. he's the one who's narrating constantly mm-hmm. and they're like panning and he's like leonidas and and he's talking about like over it while it's going over it's just like god this is such a fucking cool movie <laughs> yeah i wonder if it would if things Snyder would have went of 300 <laughs> i wonder if things would have went differently <laughs> If we if they saved Snyder for Snyder for the big movies for the Avengers level like this the Justice Leagues and he did the big visionaries and mm-hmm. somebody else did the character building yeah. on those like I wonder what that world would have looked like if they were able to do that because I think that that's what a lot of the frustration is is that maybe he doesn't handle character as well. Do you think they'll pull him out completely now? Like the, he's, he's done. He's and that's done what they it. said yeah. that article. That interview was, uh, I'm glad you liked it. We're not going towards that direction ever again. Yeah. And uh, and Zach's going to have a great year because he's got the new uh, zombie TV show coming on Netflix in like two months. What's that? Uh, I can't remember what it's called. It's like maybe a War of the Dead or War of the Undead or something like that. Like it's another um, kind of. Of the dead. Of the deads. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So he's going to crush that. Is he CK or Zatch? I think he's a CK. Okay. I'm going to look that up real quick because I was curious about it. Yeah, I can't remember when it's coming out, but like, dude's going to have a killer year between finally getting to realize. I didn't realize he had a butt chin. It looks so good. (laughs) (laughs) He's acted too. It says he's acted in three things. Oh, okay. Probably like cameo type situations. Yep. Commando at White House and Dawn of Dead. <laughs> Commando at Viet- in Vietnam on Watchmen. And U.S. soldier uncredited in Wonder Woman. <laughs> That's funny. Wow. Look at all those acting credits. I don't see his. Uh, maybe it's not in the new listed. Uh-huh, it maybe. doesn't show anything beyond. It's in post or something? I guess. Maybe it is. He, the last things that are listed on here are Justice League, Hanukkah, Oh Hanukkah, A Magical Time of Year. <laughs> which I have no idea what that is. And then Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, I'm <laughs> Two a, of his three movies are the same movie. I'm going to say War. Uh, war of the Dead. War of the... This is riveting. Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead, yes. That's Army it. of the De- Dead Lost to Vegas. Yes. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a, Oh, it's a film, not a TV show. But It sounds like a... Like they they could be making a sequel to, uh, the like uh, what's his face's movies, Bruce Campbell's. Oh yeah, you're right. There's a lot of people in this movie. It's a zombie. I remember this now. It's a zombie bank heist movie. Wow. Yes, that sounds. <laughs> there, that sounds up his alley. Like they're there. There's a group of people that are going to Vegas to do a bank heist or do a, a vault heist in the middle of a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> It's got, let's see, Vanessa Hudgens in it, Harry Lennox, uh, Dave Bautista, Joe Manganiello, Nolan North in there. Love Nolan North. 
Chris, Christian Slater. <laughs> nice. There's a lot of people in it. Yeah. Tig, Tig, uh, Tig Nataro is in it. Oh, wow. It's a very broad, broad cast. Theo Rossi. Yeah. I think it'll be it'll be a good one. You know what else will be good is this commercial break. Holy shit. Did you poop your pants again? Not yet. Okay. But I'm thinking about it. Oh. I'm also thinking about the IFNZ network. What? The network? Dude, the network is off the fucking chain. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. Dude, we're on YouTube and <laughs> We're on I thought only famous people are on YouTube. I know. I thought so too. And a lot of YouTubers are getting canceled. Maybe we'll be one of them. <laughs> I guarantee. <laughs> Speaking of cancel culture and and getting canceled, you should go check out the IFNZ network. Uh, YouTube page. We'll link, true. we'll link the description in, in the description below. Every time, every show, we it's have the, on there. You need to click on it because there's so many different things that are on there that you could check out. You could check out episode zero of an obscure obsession. Yeah, you can check out uh, new uh, live streams that are going to be posted on there yep. uh, every single time going forward. We're gonna have. Uh, live versions of our audio episodes right. that will start going on there. Yeah, from, if you like it in your ears, you might be li- liking it on your eyes. I love things on my eyes. <laughs> like a good LASIK every now and then. Every, for, everyone, a casual correct, LASIK. Just a casual LASIK. You know, you <laughs> stop in and you're just like, I get some. And they're like, sure. Um, That's what watching IFNZ Network is like. It's like casual LASIK for your eyes. <laughs> Local comic book stores are a dying breed. They're few and far in between. Yeah, and and we really need to pull together. Go to them. Yeah, we got to appreciate them. Uh, it's With a, money in hand. Absolutely. Yeah, you can't just go in and be like, that's cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't bend the books. Don't bend the corners. Don't. Buy the shit that you pick up. Be a cool guy. Absolutely. Or yeah. Lady. I, I love comic book stores. I I'm, do, too. And it's one of those things that I kind of take for granted. And... I, I think it's easy to uh, to do that, especially in a digital world. Like for sure, with everything available digital, it's just like, what about those guys? Those are the people who like the the backs of the industry is on. Absolutely. I mean, I I feel like I can say like, oh, I just don't have time, and I always have to buy everything digitally. But it's just like, but you know, you are in an area that has a shop that's like ten to fifteen minutes yeah. away or something like that, and you could easily get there whenever you have to go to say Carbondale or something like that for example absolutely like there's no reason to not stop here I mean it's literally on my way back home and what's cool (laughs) about uh, about comic book stores they usually have pull lists so like even Mm -hmm. if you're like but what if they don't have that book that I wanted it's like right just tell them, say, hey, I'm reading Sweet Sweet Tooth, The Return. Oh, you are going to say Sweet Potatoes. Sweet Potatoes. I, there's something real interesting about the side of a sweet potato. I read them all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm reading this book. Hey, can you can you put it on my pool? It's coming out, you know. Yeah. And and you just you can show up, especially if you've got a good relationship with them. Show up five weeks later, and uh, and you can go pick, pick up, up all what's your come stuff. out. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And and I I don't take advantage of that service as much as I should. Um, and that goes to show. I mean, we have three comic book stores in our local area. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people do too. A, a lot of people, no matter where you're at, there's probably a comic book store within 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, to an hour, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if we take that span even out to the hour, we got places in Paducah. We got places in Cape Girardeau around here. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's all kinds of, of stores, and they they I know it's hard for them to carry. Uh, stuff and keep it stocked if people aren't buying. Uh, right. So it's like you go and you're like, oh, they don't have that book that I wanted. But like, if you kept going, they might. Or if yeah. you said, hey, or if you, you mention book? it to them, they will get it for you. Absolutely, right? Yeah, those. I mean, they want to make that sell, so they're Absolutely. they're they're in there. They're they're all for it. And uh, trades are cool. Like, I I forget about how much I enjoy reading a physical book, and I I yeah. did it uh, recently, and it was just like, oh yeah. I forgot about this. I, mm-hmm. I need to do this more. I need to get back to that old habit. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, but yeah, local comic book stores, man. Hey, on a side note, though, uh, a sweet potato pull list. Do you think that it would go different kinds, like a ways that you would prepare a sweet potato? Or would it all just be just a sweet potato for just different ones? The Last of Us on HBO 
will directly lift dialogue from the original game. So they're not going to have to pay the writers. Says executive producer Neil Druckmann. But we will see some episodes, quote, deviate greatly <laughs> from, from the events that we've played previously. So we're going to have dialogue yeah. and stuff lifted directly from it. So you have some uh, little memorable quotes and stuff like that that might right. be in there. Like, uh, Joel, get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then you'll get some stuff where they're like, he, he normally he would just get in the car, and then he'll be like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like they're gonna they're gonna Walking Dead it. They're gonna absolutely. They're gonna give you a lot of like frame for frame, like, oh yeah, that's exactly like the comics. Yeah. And then they're gonna also you're gonna be like, they killed who? Yeah. And so yeah, that's cool though. That'll work. Yeah. I mean, I, I I find that the closer that they try to chain everything to something, yeah. You're just not going to make anybody happy even more. Yeah, and it's always good to kind of deviate a little bit here and there from yeah. time to time on specific things. But, I mean, there are certain things that are just, I don't know. I mean, the video game, yes, it, it is 100% very beloved. But, I mean, like a lot of different things that are greatly beloved more than this. Like, you know, whenever Game of Thrones would deviate from something. Right. It would kill off another character that normally isn't there or, you know, change and flip the script completely or something like that. You just get so many people that just browbeat it. And I'm like, it's, yeah. I mean, that's, we've, we've had the blessing from the writer. We're writing something a little bit different yeah. from whatever. And we are basically just taking the groundwork that they did and we're making kind of our own thing from it a little bit. Well, and if you've already done that thing, do you really want to see that thing done exactly over and over again, frame per frame? Especially for a video game. Yeah, I mean, because it already looks so good. It's like, yeah. I've already seen this movie. Let me see something else. Yeah, I think I read that the whole first season is supposed to cover the first game for sure. Okay. Like the entirety of wow. it. So that's, that's kind of what we'll get to expect. I think the issue or the episode order is for eight episodes. So we'll have, is that reasonable to be able to do? Yeah, I mean, that whole story? Enough, enough set pieces to kind of go over the course of events. I could see like one episode ending because there's a bit of a time gap that happens where like a couple of seasons pass. That's how they usually tell their mm. time in there. They don't usually say like specifically it's this year or something like that. So there's a point in time whenever they're leaving uh, the the city that they're in and heading west, and it jumps from like summer to winter. Mm. And it'll say winter big on the screen. And then all of a sudden it's oh, kind of snowing see. outside and they're still tracking, you know, on horseback trying to get to where they're at. And it's been traveling from place to place over the course of like two months. Basically, so they're not going to doesn't sound like there's going to be a lot of like lull in story. It's not going to be like, oh, let's yeah. fill this gap of I, six like months. I, I think that they could easily do it. And then if they wanted to have like a little bit of like a storytelling that happens in between. So there's not so much of a big time jump or something like that. And they could easily fill in like an episode that's kind of like, like montage. Yeah. Just a little like montage. Traveling like, montage. Hey, it's, it was summer this episode. Now it's fall. So that we know that they've been traveling for at least a month and a half. Yeah. You know, as to where they were at before. Mm -hmm. And then that next episode be like, oh, this is like the winter sequence that happens in the game whenever they finally get to meet Joel's brother, you know, kind yeah. of a thing or something. So, yeah. And I, this is going to be on Paramount? HBO. HBO. That's yep. right. I don't know why I thought it was going to be on. Hobo uh, Max. Oh, wait. Uh, Maximum Hobos. Um uh, the the um guns what's the the game handgun halo is going to be on paramount yes right yeah, okay because it was a showtime series and they i think they've moved it i don't know if it's necessarily on showtime if you subscribe to showtime oh. still or what but i think it moved from that same family to, right yeah to showtime paramount and yeah. paramount and all that yeah, jazz. cbs owns all that shit yeah i or uh paramount now i guess rather i started um Paramount? Not started. I I ended up doing some uh some comic book shopping. I went to Crash Comics and in, in uh Paducah. Oh yeah. Uh, not too long ago and uh got some some new physical books and did mm -hmm. some physical reading again. Did you read some books? Uh, yeah, and uh I'm I'm liking the physical media trying to there's some 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 goodness to it. I think I talked about it a couple weeks ago. Uh but I think this is like books as a medium in general and as far as I'm concerned, I really do enjoy a good vinyl as well. Mm -hmm. Those are probably the physical medias that I really would rather coalesce with. Once it comes to like video and stuff of that nature, like video games and right. like video AV stuff, mm -hmm. I would rather just do digital. As when far you're talking as about goes. visual quality at that point, like everything changes so quick. Like, yeah. And as much as like, I, that's the thing with the new consoles though yeah. too having a full install on an SDD is just like buttery smooth and super yeah. nice. 
And I don't know if a disc experience shouldn't take away from that because they've already kind of complemented that with the way that they've designed both the disc being, you know, an ultra high def disc and no, about video game discs yeah. specifically. Yeah. Uh, well, on PlayStation, you don't play off the disc, even if you have disc. Like you have to download. Immortals is installed completely on my system, and it just runs the disc every so often to make sure it's still in. I guess. Okay. Um, it because it takes up exactly the same amount of space no matter what. Okay. Um, so, so it must be how it is on everything. They yeah. wanted to run on there, so that's why I was kind of always like. I don't know if I want to even bother with a physical disc. I like having the box yeah. and the artwork and stuff like that. And that's the only, and the fact that you can get some sort of trade in value, I guess, is really yeah. your only other benefit. Which um, doesn't benefit me if I have to go all the way to Marion if I want to trade it <laughs> again now. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty close. So that doesn't, yeah. doesn't bother me too much. Yeah. Uh, I do but, have to make a trek there. Eventually, once the PlayStation's in stock, I'm going to trade in. Mm-hmm. I've got the Series S, my Xbox One X, not Series S. I have a 1S, a 1X, mm-hmm. and my PS4. I'm going to trade in all of them and try cool. and see if I can get the price down of a digital edition as much as I can. Yeah, absolutely. Heck yeah. yeah. Uh, but I got the – I got uh, they're doing the future state at DC. It just kind of wrapped up. It was kind yeah. of this like what if kind of future thing that they did, like two issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, and I read the Robin Eternal uh, mm-hmm. story. Was Scott Stapp in it? No, it wasn't. But I thought that – why? What if? Oh, I was like, I don't, I still don't get the reference. What if Creed? What if? Uh, yeah, I understand. It's cool. Uh, <laughs> I was, uh, I, I was it's really hilarious. Going, Please laugh. I went, I went what? <laughs> it's cool. Uh, but the, uh, I thought it was going to be kind of tied to the eternal storyline because they did the Batman eternal mm-hmm. uh, story, which is really good if you haven't read that before. I have not. Uh, it was a weekly uh, when it was going, they did. Uh, 50. Actually, since I've never read it, the first DC thing that I was going to read next, because I had it um, queued up, I, I've never read any of the Injustice storyline, and I heard mm. it was pretty good. Yeah, it so is. So I wanted to kind of check that out to see what uh, that was like. But the Batman Eternal came out weekly mm-hmm. for an entire year. Cool. Um, and so it was pretty pricey at that point, because you yeah. spend three, I think there were three bucks at that point in time, but three bucks an issue for an entire year. But the story was really good. It was really cool to keep up with. And then they did a, Rob, a Batman and Robin Eternal storyline like a year later or so and they did it for uh half a year it's like 26 issues mm-hmm. um so i thought oh this is robin eternal it's going to be a continuation but it really didn't at least have a tie into it but it was good are they supposed to be they're doing something like batman 89 or something like that and then oh, like classic yes. in aren't they doing that in comic form or yes something? Like they are it's coming this summer there's going to be uh batman 89 yeah it's going to be i think it's going to be like a digital weekly Cool. Um, and I think it's going to be an exclusive to the DC, DC Infinite. Yeah. yeah, Infinite, sorry. Um, which I'm probably going to get for that because I really want to read that, that. That sounds pretty fucking cool. And they're doing the the, the Reeves Superman. Or yeah, whatever year that came out. Yeah, whenever that did. So they're doing a Reeves Superman and a and a Batman. And Keaton I was like, one. yeah, a Keaton Batman. Awesome. And I was like, I am in for those. <laughs> uh, yeah, very excited for that. And then I got the uh, book one of the Dune uh, graphic novel adaptation. Nice. Uh, and it's like a hardback. It's a real, real nice presentation. So when does that come out? The movie? Um, the gosh, movie? I don't remember now. It's this year it, still, right? It, I think it's this year now. Is it, it summer? Was, maybe like May or June. Could something be. like that. Could be because it was going to be a December release, mm-hmm. and then obviously not. And I don't know if it's going to be an HBO movie no, now because I know I think it's. I think it actually is like if anything, maybe end of summer because I think what I was thinking August. of that's May is the Godzilla and kong now is that when that's coming i think out? that's may if i'm not mistaken what's it in april i don't know okay off the top i know of it's head. coming i know godzilla kong's coming up though yeah, for sure I'm pretty sure it's may okay um but yeah and i don't remember if dune i don't think dune got to go to an hbo max release uh because there were after they made that big announcement they had to retract some of those um which reminds me i need to watch tom and jerry before it expires on hbo max yeah that was last month's right that yeah came out. yeah yeah, so it, I think it's only got a week I've left not or so. Heard anybody say anything about that movie? Anything at all? Yeah, I mean zero. Like, I've not even saw. I have never even seen reviews of it. I don't think. <laughs> no. I don't think anybody watched it, and they were just like, they they saw it, and they might have just been like, I don't even want to say anything on the internet. I don't. About this. I don't even care about it. That's something. It's either that good, <laughs> or it's that bad. <laughs> <laughs> 
I uh, <laughs> I started taking a liking to. I wish I had headphones in all the time. Yeah, because there's like so many things I want to listen to. I started taking a liking to listening to soundtracks while I'm reading comic books. Mm-hmm. And I play this game where like I will change up the soundtrack depending on what I'm reading. Like if it's a superhero comic, like I want to read something that's real or listen to some like real actiony kind of. Yeah. stuff and then like i actually listened to the kingdom hearts soundtrack when i was reading the kingdom hearts 3 manga that is not like like the the background music i guess uh to oh, it shit. all godzilla godzilla v kong is march 31st oh that's not like, may at all real soon <laughs> and then april's is mortal combat okay nice yeah and then it has more coming soon so it doesn't have actual so they're not fully committed to release schedule maybe may 14th i'm going as it goes those who wish me dead is the angelina jolie movie mm, okay and that's in may we've got june is they pushed this up because this was an october release the june is the conjuring movie the third one oh the, the devil made me do it once mm-hmm. so it's coming out june 4th now nice. which is awesome uh also in june is in the heights Ooh, uh, I'm excited for that. I forgot that was a June one. July 16th is Space Jam A New Legacy. So that'll be I'm down. on there as well, too. August, we've got Suicide Squad. Yes, that's what's in August. I knew something yeah. must happen in August. So a little, little crisscross over. Dune must not be until like October, November. Yeah. I'm no, I'm gonna I'll I'll get there. You'll I'll get there. I'll keep going. <laughs> uh September 3rd is Reminiscence, Hugh Jackman's new movie. Hmm. I don't know what that is. I don't know either. Uh September 10th is Malignant. It's a new James Wan horror movie. It's all about the tumor, I guess. Uh, September 24th is The Many Saints of Newark, which is the one I told you about, The Sopranos. Yes, The uh, Sopranos prequel, prequel yep. Uh, October 1st is Dune, so it is the 1st of October. October, okay. Yep. And then November 19th is King Richard. King uh, Dick. King Dick. <laughs> uh, which follows the story of uh, Richard Williams, uh, the dad of uh, Venus and Serena Williams. Oh, uh, Okay. And then December 22nd is the fourth Matrix movie. Oh, yeah. I forgot we'll be we getting as an exclusive little HBO release as it's well, too. It's absolutely wild. This is bonkers. I'm so stoked that I can watch that movie and be in the comfort of my home. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. And by that time, I probably will want to go see it in theaters. I will probably watch it at home and be like, I regret not seeing this in theaters. I'm going to go watch this in theaters. I, uh... I'm ready. I uh, I'm thinking that if they if Black Widow comes to theaters in May, I'm gonna go see it. I'm, I think it's it's time. Yeah, it's time to check it out. Um, I think I'll be comfortable by then with everything. I realize that I don't have um most of the achievements for a lot of the Halo games that are on Master Chief Collection on Xbox. Uh-huh. So leading up to Halo Infinite, I'm going to slowly whittle away at replaying all of the Halo games. Oh. Because if you go to the Master Chief Collection on Xbox or on PC, it actually has them in what would be chronological order on there, which I thought was kind of cool. So That's you don't cool. play Halo 1 first. You actually play Halo Reach. Then you play 1, 2, 3, and then you play Halo 3 ODST, then 4 and 5. I see. Um, which I thought was just kind of cool that they threw that in that way to go and since technically reach is like how the story begins kind of a thing. what does odst stand for uh orbital drop shock trooper okay i always got that confused with ost which is original soundtrack yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i was like yeah is that just the halo like, soundtrack because the because the uh they're not spartans whenever you play odst you play as an orbital drop shock trooper that gets shot and jettisoned into a city in Africa that basically gets glassed um, at the, in like the middle segment of Halo three. So this takes place like in the middle of Halo three in their story. I see. And you drop in to kind of collect specific things of other ODST troopers that have dropped down there. You're like collecting data and reconnaissance on them. So you actually like play as your main character Mm -hmm. and you go and find like chips data chips and you'll put them in like the back of your helmet and you register and read and you actually play through a mission that was as another ODST. Oh. And it kind of follows through with their different things, which I fucking loved. That game's soundtrack is phenomenal. It is all like very in the, in the segments that you play as the other characters, all crazy, like 
nice, like regular, what you would come to expect from this big theatrical thumping, like action sequences that you get from a Halo. Mm -hmm. Because their music's always so good. And it's all done by uh, Martin O'Connell. And he's just a really good composer. But the soundtrack for when you're in New Maramba and it's been glassed and it's like all just in ruins, basically, from this huge ship that took off and just went. It's basically like a ship went into hyperspace from city level. And that that happened and just was like basically triggered an atomic bomb in the city. Cool. Kind of. Wow. And you're going through this wreckage and it's this really soft, like smooth jazz that plays through it. And it's really sad and somber. And it's just such a cool feeling to it. And as a drop shot trooper, you have to like you have to find medical packs if you get damaged or something like that, because you're not like Master Chief where there's health recharges and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You can, you're just a regular dude at this point, like a Marine kind of mm-hmm. a thing. So you have to like play a little bit different and tactically. And you know, your guns, like your SMGs, have like silencers on them and shit, so you can kind of like sneak up and snipe out on different enemies and stuff. So it's not like you want to rush in and be as you know whatever loud as you possibly yeah. can. You like encourages a little bit of stealth play. So you're telling me that ODST has a pretty good OST. Absolutely nice. ODST OST is best, <laughs> in my opinion, for Halo. <laughs> there was a thing that I forgot to I'm tell sorry, you. Sorry, that was a huge tangent, but I was just no. I just thought about it and I was like. I wanted to mention this earlier whenever I was thinking about it, but then I was just like, I, I'm, I don't know when it'll come up again. <laughs> <laughs> there is a, I, I wanted to tell you about this a couple of weeks ago and I yeah. keep forgetting about it. There's a guy named Andrew Weingarner hmm. and he has you made that up. No, I didn't. I'm just joking. I'm looking at it. It's right <laughs> on this page. Uh, he has created a digital comic, like a, a what do you call it? A, a web comic, I guess. Okay of uh colin trevorrow's script of the third star wars movie the of episode nine. Oh, so colin trevorrow had written episode nine and it got canned when he got canned mm-hmm. and everything and it was called uh duel of faith duel of the fates like the song is that a name of a song that's the the name of the track that plays whenever obi-wan and anakin fight each other oh okay uh, bum 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 Bum, 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 bum. That like really iconic swelling. Mm-hmm. Or, that's the duel of the fates. Oh, okay. So duel of the fates is what that's this cool. is called. And he has adapted. It's like a five issue digital comic. And it looks like it's not. Obviously, it looks legit. From what art, I can see from over here. Yeah, it looks like regular old Marvel. The artwork's art, a little bit like not as good. Yeah. But I I haven't started reading it yet. But I'm, I'm going to get into this because I read. There's dark sabers in, in Colin Trevorrow's book. Or in his his script, uh, so I I remember reading, or maybe they did a little like YouTube clip when Colin Trevorrow's script leaked. They made like a little. Here's everything that happened in in kind of did like a, a one of those like two minute like little bit of animation, real quick summaries of it, and it was like this would have been a really cool movie. So but his nine had all of that going on. Yes. So I was like. I want to read this because it, it popped up in my newsfeed and I was like, people need to know about yeah, I'll be curious this thing. It, as if the storyline itself is like completely veers differently from what we had initially at the end of it. Well, my, my thought process is, is that they have said, or at least, uh, like if it'd be like what Ray, had. if he, if she's still like granddaughter to Palpatine, well, that's, that's still like all canon that's, kind of in his or what? No, I would, I would, my guess would be no. Because that was not decided until episode nine okay. when JJ was brought on board. He introduced Made that, that concept. And he didn't, that wasn't a episode seven concept that he brought over. Right. That was brand new to nine. So if Colin Trevorrow has the script, he's probably not developing that idea, would be my guess. And I don't remember it from the little video. Right. Um, so I'm guessing totally different everything taking place on this. Um, we'll have to do our annual this December. We'll have to do our annual discussion of uh, episode nine. <laughs> Just to check back in. We're like, hey, it's been two years. Uh, how you feeling about episode nine? Still, is that still holding up for you? You you're still okay with it? <laughs> I'm hoping that I finish the uh, the book, the audio book for episode nine by yeah. then, and also read this duel of fate, duel of the fates. That way, you can by and the time then, it hits in December, you can be like. This movie, I got is all kinds of ideas. Nowhere near as good as it should have been. <laughs> like, here's the movie. Here's what is essentially the extended cut, yeah. which is the audiobook. And then here is the other director's vision of it. And I'll, we'll line them all up, and we'll see what what looks the best. 
we'll vote. <laughs> I'm really bummed out that they didn't do they ended up didn't end up doing the comic book adaptation for for nine because yeah I think it really would have been a nice bookmark because they've done adaptations of every main movie even the offshoots uh, up until this point and then they decided not to do that I'm hoping that it's, maybe it was temporary kind of yeah. thing. Um, and cause it was right during COVID, nobody knew what was going to happen with the comic book industry yeah. period. So, um, yeah, I'm really hoping that we get to revisit that because I think this is going to sound dumb. I think it's important that it happens. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being frank, it's, it's really important this to is life or death. Yes. I mean, it's really only important to, uh, star Wars fans, but there's a lot of us. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, did you see the thing about uh, the Hawkeye show having the spinoff? Uh, no. The Hawkeye show that's They're not spinning off of the Hawkeye show yeah. already? Yeah. What are they spinning off with? So uh, Disney Plus Hawkeye show uh, is not out yet, obviously, Correct, yeah. for everybody that is uh, playing at home. <laughs> uh, but the uh, streaming service of Disney Plus is already putting together at least one spinoff from the show officially. Interesting. Uh, one focusing on the character Echo. Okay. Uh, Variety reported that the new show is going to focus on Echo, who is a deaf Native American character, uh, played by Alakwa Cox, I think is what the name is. Okay. Um, who will be in the Hawkeye series coming up on Disney Plus. So and I'm assuming have probably played by an actual deaf person. Yeah. Cool. I would awesome. assume deaf Native American, if I was to guess. They'll probably go ahead and just go ahead and play yeah. that out like as is. That's cool. Yeah. I, I, just, I didn't know if you saw that or not. I was just kind of no. like, they're already making a spinoff of that. Like, they're going to bank wild. on this guy, and hopefully, like, Echo's going to play out real well. Hawkeye will play really well. I think it will, too. I think that the... And I like Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye. Like, he's... Do we know, like, what what comic series this is to follow? Like, I don't which know. run? I don't know. I don't know if this... I'm imagining they're going to take a lot from the Matt Fraction run just because it's so popular. Yeah. And got which, so is big. Is that the one that you ran read recently? No, which I read Jeff you? Lemire's, uh, which is that's. I wanted to read that because you'd said you'd spoke so highly of yeah, it. Yeah, and it's so I good. love Jeff and his writing, anyways. Yeah. So I uh, want to make sure I get. But it, it does tail off of Matt Fractions. I bet cool. that if you uh, you can find Matt Fractions' run uh, pretty cheap for the most part. Uh, but it, every if you started with Matt's run, I think it only runs like. 30 issues or so it's not like a giant chunk um and then run the, it tails right into jeff lemire's run mm-hmm. and uh, jeff's only i think is like 11 issues total between the two uh storylines uh so but it would probably make most sense if you went through that way um did you see where mike rowe is going back to dirty jobs no yeah, they got their. I guess they greenlit a, a resurrection of Dirty what Jobs. Gonna, what do you think they'll call it? You think they'll have a name like a subtitle? Even like Dirty Jobs, hash like filthy. Uh, I almost said hashtag <laughs> colon whatever. Yeah, the filthiest. I like I like I like dirtier jobs. Dirty as like jobs. a sequel. Yeah, well, because like when or they, they just pick up and just be like, hey, this is Dirty Jobs season nine now. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, <laughs> well, because like. Uh, they when they started up the new fixer uppers on uh discovery plus yeah. with with chip and joe mm-hmm. um old chip old chip uh gains he uh right? yeah gains he's a he's a somewhat of an idol to me yeah everybody needs to be a little bit more like chip i think the, the magnolia people yeah right uh they they called their new one fixer upper homecoming i think yes so it's colon uh homecoming so i wanted to see the magnolia thing because i think that's all about hers like i think it's all about her more or less like on like the Magnolia Network, she's got a channel, a new show that's on there that's for hers, and I think it's all about the cooking one. Is it a co- specifically cooking one? I thought there was one that was more about like the interior shit versus there may like, be yeah, that too. the whole Magnolia Network. It has like just centered around a bunch of shows. Yeah. yeah, like they're gonna have a woodworking show, which is Clint the the, the, the like that, their, their word guy. Work. Yeah, he's gonna have his own show. Yeah, um, I think that there there's a new documentary up there of like Chip doing like uh like marathons mm-hmm. and stuff like that like there's that, a bunch would you of say that that, that there there's is your favorite hgtv show or is it like the only one you've watched you watch a lot of hgtv Mm-mm. no 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 i don't i like fixer up like property brothers i don't like property brothers you there's don't like something at, uh, you know is, is it the the stereotypical like uh yeah i uh i uh work for a charity foundation 
And uh, my wife is uh, a stay-at-home mom <laughs> slash substitute teacher and our house budget's $7.2 million. <laughs> is that one of those things? No. That always irks me whenever that shit happens. Like the one guy's like, Yes, I'm a I'm a I'm a stay at home philosopher. <laughs> well, but <laughs> my like, wife works at a diner nine to five. Some people, the city is different, and a lot of the people they get are in the city, so they Absolutely. make it different. Their 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 income is different, and so the cost the cost of housing is different. And also, people manage their money better than I do. Oh, so, me too. <laughs> so I'm fucking horrible at it. <laughs> so there is a there is a an idea that there are people who have thousands of dollars in savings that they've actually oh, been saving. I get it. I'm just saying like, I'm not, I'm not that some of that stuff is it's just not, not realistic. It's, it's very unrealistic for what I'm talking about. Like I'm saying yeah. like literally the guy is not like, Hey, I'm a physicist. This is like a really important big job that I'm doing or something like that. Like the guy will be like, Hey, I'm a college professor at, you know, NYU, right. which I'm sure they make a lot of money. Yeah. I would you know, think something so. like that or whatever. He's like, I'm at a college professor at NYU. I've been mm-hmm. there for 12 years. My wife is a substitute teacher at a local high school that's there or whatever. And our budget is, and I'm not even joking, like this one that I remember is like $1.3 million. And I'm just like, that's fucking astronomical. I don't care where you live. <laughs> you can't have a budget of $1.3 million to blow on your house. You can't do that. You can't do it. You have to furnish your house. Why would you <laughs> buy it without things in it? <laughs> you and I have no money left. <laughs> Go under budget. <laughs> You're not gonna know what to do. Yeah. Um. I I watched the the first couple episodes of Young Rock. Oh man, this is how I want to end the episode. Okay. Tell me about Young Rock. Young Rock uh, is better than expected. Where did it Where did it start at? Um. It starts in so Randall Park. Isn't it Randall Park's his name? Right. I don't know. Uh, Who are you talking about? Yes, his name is Randall Park. He's Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson is 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 He's, is in there. Yes, I would hope so. But he is. It's like twelve years into the future. Let's say. Whoa. Um, and he's running for president. Hot. And is he's, that supposed to be like the the Rock? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he is like he is the Rock. He is Dwayne Johnson. Okay. Yeah. And he is running for president. So and what is the Rock doing in the show? Just narrating or something or? I thought he was in the in the show. Yeah, he's he's running for president. Who's Randall Park? I'm finishing telling you the story. I don't know who Randall Park is. I'm getting to it. Okay. <laughs> so I'm Dwayne sorry. Johnson is running for president. Okay. He's on the press circuit, and Randall Park, who is an actor also currently, okay. is now a like reporter, like a like a Barbara Walters type thing. Okay. Like and then like trying to do so, like an interview type so thing. he's okay. sitting down with him for like an exclusive gotcha and so that's what the whole I thought show you said randall park is running for president no i didn't say that. okay uh so the whole show is essentially him sitting down to these exclusive interviews with randall park um smart and telling kind of stories to kind of show his character and why he's a good candidate is mm-hmm. it's kind of what it is but he's going through and telling stories of his childhood and it's his real childhood, probably mm-hmm. with some like fun, like yeah. build up of it. But it's kind of him growing up with his dad who was rock, was, was mm-hmm. rock, uh, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. Rocky Johnson, yep. the, the famous wrestler and, and his uncles being, uh, like all of the Andre, the giant, like mm-hmm. uncle Andre and whatever. And uh, and being able to go over to what's the what's the the angry seek or what's his name the what's that what the, in there what's a what are all like the wrestlers from the eighties like from the eighties yeah uh, well, Andre the Giant Ultimate Warrior Hulk Hogan yeah Macho Ultimate Warrior is, is Ultimate who Ultimate Warrior is one of them is it Ogre <laughs> Ultimate Ogre <laughs> what are the twins there are the Ogre twins no not them they're like they have like the wild hair. Uh, they're like maybe like uh, with the spikes on their shoulders. No, no, no. Those guys. No, those were those were later on. Okay. Uh, no, these would have been like they're like I can't remember. Island Bushwhack twins. No, the Bushwhackers were from the nineties. I'm trying Uh, to get there. I'm 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 further back. Having difficulties. Uh, they were uh like Pacific Islanders, like Hawaiian kind of perhaps typhoon and uh fuck maybe. Hurricane, I think is there's there was they called them, their tag team was called the Natural Disasters. Okay, it could have been there. There's, there there uh, 
Yeah, they were they were fighters. One of them was like Typhoon, and the other one was something else. And I who's think, like, the or who's the Middle Eastern Iron Sheik? Iron Sheik. Yeah. That's why I said something Sheik, and you were like, Ooh. okay, <laughs> yeah. And Iron Sheik is like one of the like they all hang out together, and those are like the guys that he looks up to and whatever. So it's kind of him growing up through all of that and being a teenager and wanting to like uh, get a girlfriend. And his dad was a big storyteller. Like everything was exaggerated. Natural Disasters was the Canadian earthquake and typhoon. I don't think they're Canadian. These guys are like big Samoan kind of uh, stuff. But it's no no big deal. It's not important. Uh, So it's it's kind of him telling the story. But he's not he's telling it in the quote unquote truth of it all. Uh, And so a lot of it is very revealing and not painting the rock in the best picture and his PR person keeps interrupting them while like, while they're in interviews is like, no, you don't, you don't need to tell any more of this story. And he's like, no, I got to, and he like keeps telling. So it's uh yeah, those guys, the wild Samoans. Yes. The wild Samoans. Yeah. I didn't, I don't, yeah. I don't know them really. They looked familiar. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of got the reference. Uh, is it like they only had like a two year career in the WWF? Okay. So this was like, I guess right in the middle of it, but this is, yeah. On like most of it's taking place during his like his dad's downfall. It's like after it's like three years after Rocky mm-hmm. Johnson's the the big thing. Mm-hmm. And so but he's still trying to sell himself like he's a big thing. And uh, so it's a lot of his just their family's relationship because I guess the rocks an only child. Yeah. And and then his mom's like kind of the working person trying to keep the household going and his dad's trying to get work. And then he's growing up as a as a young adult, if you will. Uh, so it's it's decent. It's like thirty minute episodes, um, and it's it is a good show to not have to necessarily pay attention to every beat. You can kind of just have it on and kind of check in with what's going on with it. But that's awesome. And I'm, I'm, where I'm, would you rate it? I would rate it. Hmm. If it didn't mm-hmm. exist, I wouldn't be sad. Okay. But I'm glad that I watched it for sure. Um, I'd go medium. <laughs> Mmm, smell it. I feel New Zealand. This has been IFNZ Production. Yeah!